Welcome to Live to Grind. My name is Brennan C. Adams, serial entrepreneur, inventor, TV creator, and speaker, passionate about helping others create something great and become unforgettable. Join me each week to discuss practical ways to help you increase your income and impact as an influencer in your industry. My goal is to help you take your business and lifestyle to the next level. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the Live to Grind podcast show. I'm Brian C. Adams, and on today's show, we have the one and only, my fiance, Samantha Rosine. Yes, the girl that has been behind everything over the past four years. We talk about our journey. We talk about how we met. We talk about our relationship, how what it was like when I told her, hey, honey, quit your job. Let's move to Des Moines to start Adams Product Innovation, the story I've always talked about. Talk about that and the failure and how she got in the fitness industry and and went from, well, working at a desk to being a trainer and doing her own company with SR Fitness and doing in-home training. We talk about her breakup. We talk about what went right, what went wrong, what we learned, communication. By the way, this show is really good for people that want to get advice on a relationship. I'm not saying we're perfect, but I can tell you we've learned a lot from ups and downs in our breakup. And now, I mean, we're we're engaged now. So we she even, wow, mentioned the show when we potentially will get married, which I didn't even know that until the show started. And we talk about just some of the things we're working on. And for women too, just advice to to really achieve anything you want in life, in fitness, and just finding happiness, and just how to work together as a couple in entrepreneurship, because it can be very difficult. We have some great advice, and I, I enjoyed this show to hear Samantha's take on everything. And you know, I've changed a lot over the past couple of years, and we've changed together, and we've learned a lot, and you get to see it. Behind the scenes, the person has literally seen the front row seat of the journey, the live to grind journey of from everything from when I first started this podcast show, from seeing the TV crowdfunding. Samantha is part of the very first crowdfunding campaign we ever did. She talks about that. Literally, she's been a part of this whole journey, front seat. She could tell you more about me than anyone. She's experienced it. She's felt the pain, the roller coaster life of an entrepreneur, even me sleeping in my truck, all of it. You're going to love this show. I know you will. And I hope it inspires you, motivates you, and you get something from it. And please let me know about it after the show. Let me know what you liked most about it. Because Samantha, she's um, she's been a lot for me, and she's definitely made things happened for me and allowed me, pushed me to become more successful in life and we've pushed each other. So let's jump right into it with the one and only Samantha Rosie. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Live to Grind podcast show. I'm Brennan C. Adams and on today's show we have Samantha Rosine, my fiance and better half. We've been, well, together on and off for what, four years now? Yes. Samantha? So I wanted to bring Samantha on to share just insight in our journey, how just the things we've experienced over the past, well, four years together in entrepreneurship, in her journey in fitness, and now with everything we're going to do with our crazy venture of traveling to 12 cities in 12 months next year. And everything about that. And maybe give you some insight on what it takes to 
have a successful relationship. I know sometimes it's been quite the journey, but uh, just what we've learned and kind of our experiences. So I guess let people know, Sam, when the first time we met, where did we meet? (laughs) We met at a bar and I was traveling to my hometown from Florida for two weeks. And he was there, ironically, on a boat trip with his friends. And I uh, walked into a bar, and he was lining up the shots, and I told him to get me one also. And we just talked for a little bit, and... It it was I- more like, it was like, I said, bartender, give me five shots. And this girl at the end of the bar said, make it six. <laughs> and I looked over... I looked at the bartender and I said, make it six. <laughs> so at that point I knew I was in love. No, but <laughs> not really. But no, it was, it was funny. We had, I mean, right place at the right time. We talked for what, 10 minutes. Right. And then the next day you got on a plane and went to Orlando, Florida, because you, you were from Winona, but you actually were living in Orlando at the time, which funny enough, we had lived there for a while, but, uh, it's just crazy that we had connected that time. And then Okay, over the next three months, we were communicating, correct? Right. And I had just got out of an eight-year relationship, so I was, you know, on a downhill of sadness, but trying to find myself. And so it was like we instantly connected, and we Skyped every day, and it was like something we both needed at that very moment. So that was a huge thing for me to move on from from my past we both it's it's crazy because we both at that moment or that time in our life i had i was working in corporate obviously you got to see my crazy life and business and arctic glacier and i was lost and i during the time we were talking actually uh my friend lee smith was killed in a car accident so we both were like it was weird because we had these people who felt like the other side of the world you were in florida i was in iowa and we're talking every single day and we tell each other everything, but we'd only met once. Right. It was kind of crazy, wasn't it? It was. It was like, it was like you came down from somewhere right when I needed you. So what did you? So I, I obviously. So Samantha had said that she was thinking about coming back to the Midwest to Minnesota, and we had been talking for a while. And it was crazy because I, I remember like telling her, I think I, I might have told you I loved you before I'd even see, seen you in person. But only as friends. As friends. You weren't going to hold my hand. Yeah, I, I said I wasn't <laughs> going to do all these things, but you you said that you were looking to move back. And actually at the time I was thinking about, I was going to Lawrenceville, Georgia to to actually meet with my business partners for Arctic Stick. I said, hey, why don't I bring you back? Did you think I was a little crazy for saying that? I mean... Like I felt like we became so close over Skype and text messaging, and I weirdly, um, I I was like, wow. I mean, I don't, I don't think I felt like it was a crazy man coming, <laughs> but I was <laughs> like, okay, I need to like really question this. I've only met this guy once, but like our connection was so much uh, the past couple months that I was like, oh, come get me. So I brought you back to Minnesota, and. I just kind of share what that was like because you were in Winona staying with your sister and I was here working on different things still and still all over the place. What was that like coming back to Minnesota and kind of like repicking things up for your career and things you're working on? 
Right. Well, I, you know, after my, my last relationship, um, I was left with no car and no money and it was a really, really, really tough spot for me. And so that's why I had went back to Florida just for those couple months to kind of refine myself. Although I still found myself really sad. So when we, when you brought me back to Winona, uh, and I moved in with my sister, I had no car or money or anything. So I started to work at the hospital again. I was a CNA and I loved it, but you know, it was freezing cold. I would have to walk to work or take the bus. And it was just like, I was still super, super sad, even though we started dating, but long distance, it was difficult because you were working like 90 hours a week. (laughs) Yeah. And so it, you know, I, I started saving and it became better, but it just, it was just really, really hard for me to to go back, especially to a place where, you know, I memories. Was, yeah, exactly. So I'm curious to think when before we got to know each other more, what did you think of me? Because I was doing business and all these things. Like, what do you think of me? Like, well, who is this guy? I was just like, wow, he works really hard and he's so positive and <laughs> I was like, where is this coming from? Because I had come from a place of like me not really being able to work or go to school. I was just taking care of this guy. And and then there's you who's like a workaholic and just like owning your own life at such a young age. And you're talking about buying your dad's ice company and you had a house and all these things. I'm just like, wow, like I've missed out on so much life, like getting to know other people because I was so consumed in that past relationship. So... I remember, I remember you, I'll never forget, like you having to go to work and it was cold and taking the bus, walking and just the atmosphere you're in. I, I remember I'm like, I want to get her out of Winona. And we had actually, I remember when we were going to go start Adam's product innovation and tell me what was going through your head when I said, Samantha, I, we're going to go start a company in Des Moines. You're going to quit your job. I got a full-time job for you and we're going to go make a lot of money, millions of dollars. What was kind of going through your head at that point? Because I know a lot of people know the story of us going to Des Moines, failing, and just that whole process. But what was going through your head when I first said, hey, move with me, let's go to Des Moines? Right. I I mean, I was super excited because I wanted to be with you more. I was just like so lonely back in Winona. Um, and I was excited because I was like, wow, I get to like do this awesome job that I never like thought I would ever be able to do. I mean, I was not really working that much. So I was like, wow, I get to like be, I don't even know what we were going to call me, but <laughs> the boss, no, <laughs> the boss, um, executive was, assistant. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I was just excited, but I was also like, oh my God, what are we doing? It was such an expensive company. And you said you had all this, all these things lined up and I was like, oh, I'll go for it after and I mean, we literally like Sam had designed the office for us. We looked at the furniture. We had the business plan. We had everything in place. And then we well, got our apartment that we wanted, everything signed. We get there and then we realized it wasn't going to go through. And how did you feel? Because I know I am just curious your thought because I felt like I was a huge letdown to you and a failure. What, what was going through your mind when you realized, found out that we weren't going to do the company? Um, I mean, I was like, just, 
I, it wasn't in our hands, like, for sure. Like, it wasn't there yet, like, in front of us. I mean, we had put a lot of work into it of making it happen. So I was like, oh, I, I don't know. I wasn't as disappointed as I thought I would be, but it, it was disappointing because it was like we have this $1,500 apartment with bills and all these things, and we don't have any money. <laughs> <laughs> and you had quit your corporate job. I had quit my job, and it just was frustrating. It definitely caused problems in our relationship. What, what about when you had to go, I'll never forget because I felt bad you went to go try to get a job. Remember mm-hmm. when you went to the bar? Yes. And what was that? Tell that experience where you first went to the bar and then like what that was like for you. Gosh. So I walked into Johnny's downtown and someone had given me or given me a contact. So I had been in contact with him and it was going to be my first day. And I went and like nothing was prepared. They didn't even know I was coming. And I was like, I mean, they were wearing, like, no clothes. Like, their shirts were ripped. I was like, no, this is not... I'm not going to do this. So I just walked out, like, 20 minutes later. And I had... We had joined a gym. Yeah. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna go in and just see if I can go work at the desk or something. Like, do something. It was a block away. And at that time, I had no no passion for fitness, really. I mean, I worked out, but I... I didn't know that it was such a gift that you could, you know, help others with. So I went to the um, gym and, and talked to Terry and sh- we did an interview and then she hired me. So I was like, okay, everything happens for a reason. <laughs> it, it's crazy because talk about you went from working at the front desk to getting your certification, ACE certification, and then training and then even doing in-home training, how has fitness changed you? And what have you learned from just fitness for yourself, your own body, and then also training others? It has definitely made me stronger um, internally and like my body stronger. But it's just taught me to, you know, really work hard and to not give up. And you have to really um, commit to the fitness industry if you want to be in it. And helping others, it was amazing. We did team training, one-on-one training, and just to watch other people's journeys was one of my favorite things. You, you, you definitely have come a long ways, and I just we both have, and we both have learned a lot together and and everything. And I'm I'm going to go into more of the fitness later, but I want to I just want to get your from the experience. So what was it like? We did our first crowdfunding. It's crazy because we just went to the world's largest crowdfunding convention. Right. And, and it's weird because what 2014 is when we had done our first campaign. Talk about the Arctic stick campaign (laughs) and 30 days and 30 ways. Because really for most of you listeners, our first campaign, Samantha, Andrews Lasky, our partner now, and I were the three people that did this campaign. We were the ones that like, had this crowdfunding experience. What was the first crowdfunding experience like? You know, it was it was really hard and it was not my passion. I, I actually didn't enjoy it at all, but I believed in you and I seen your passion for your product, so I wanted to help out. But it was really hard. I mean, I did the 30, 30 ways in 30 days pictures. So every day I did a picture and a way of, to use it and then 
you know, we went in this huge crowd and pitched it. And it was all these things that I like absolutely dreaded, but I'm glad we did it in the, in the end. So one thing I'm learning just to look at a relationship side of things, when I was doing this, I was pushing Sam to do things that I thought maybe would help her, but really was things that was out of her comfort zone. And, and it was like, we were, we had our own things and, you know, I was trying to get her to do more things on my vision and she did it because she cared about me, but I should have really gave more focus on some of her stuff too. So we actually, we had broke up. So talk about like when it was tough for us, because I know the year after I was traveling across the country doing TV and, and you were doing fitness. And I guess for listeners that are in a relationship or maybe struggling, talk about when it was really hard for us. And well, then when we broke up, what was kind of going in your mindset? Um, I, I think it was just like lack of communication and, you know, you're app you were very absent. You were traveling and, uh, trying to promote yourself and it was kind of all about you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then I, I kind of, yeah, I lost like who I was and I was just another follower of someone else. So it was really challenging for me. Um, and then the whole aspect of, you know, him staying in his car and it just, I was always worried and I was always by myself, which I didn't mind, but I just didn't see the, the value and the vision of what he was doing. So I told him I was going to leave and, and that was kind of it. He just kept doing it. He didn't stop doing the traveling and staying in the car and worrying me. So I was like, I just, for right now, it's time for us to separate and, and me to find what I want to do in life. And you can continue on your journey. So that was probably the hardest part for me in our journey, because I remember when she had moved her last piece of furniture out on November 15th of 2015, Actually, it was like our two-year anniversary. <laughs> I, I She's laughing because I remember the exact day. Yeah. I will never forget it. And I realized that I lost what I had valued most. I thought that I wanted all the other things. We have success and everything. But really, I just wanted somebody like her to share it with. And it was it was needed. Actually, it made us stronger. And what did you learn, I guess, from your time apart when we broke up and just for finding you? What did you learn? Um, well, I, it was, it was tough at first. I started working at a bar, um, and just for some extra money. And so that was like a really, um, negative time in my life. I was drinking all the time, but after I kind of got over that and quit that, um, I just started to think about like what it is that I wanted. And so that's when I started, um, SR fitness and I started working at a different gym and I just started to do in-home training a little bit more. It was a very big growing time in my life, um, but it it was something that was needed, and it, I fell in love with the fact of working by myself and for myself. So we we both found a, she found herself, I found myself more. But I will say that I was on a mission from the day she left to get her pack. As you know, she, you thought I was crazy, didn't you? Oh yeah. I, I remember telling all my friends, like they would be like, why don't you just call him back? I'm like, no, I'm never talking to him again. I mean, 
that was you were being pretty immature in the beginning of it with your Snapchats and stuff. So I was like, I had to erase them off. Yeah, she erased me off Snapchat. Oh, all social media. I was just like, you know, I I, I just can't have this right (laughs) now. I'm trying to do my own thing. But um, how did I get how did I get you back? I don't know. I mean, you. I went to YEC, so he was like. I really need you and my dad at YEC. And I was like, well, we're not together and I don't like you. (laughs) (laughs) And then um, the day came and he's like, will you please come? So I literally drove there by myself, which I would have never done in my entire life. And um, I went to the event and it was just, it was a great event. He did his thing and I don't know. Then we kind of started talking a little bit more and... I remember you, we actually went, you had flew with me. We're still friends at the time. I was like having to deal with (laughs) being just friends. And and I remember we launched campaign, went to Orlando, Florida, and we, we had did the campaign for the ambitious adventures. And then when we started filming Des Moines was when we kind of started to talk more Mm -hmm. and it wasn't, it was actually when we filmed the Hollywood episode that just got an Emmy nomination when we were at the Roosevelt Hotel and stuff is when we kind of really started to get back together. But I remember when we had got back together officially was I went and filmed for the Think and Go Rich scene in San Diego. I came back and then it was kind of – we said, you know what? Why don't we move to Florida? Why don't we – isn't it crazy though? What, what was going through your head? We're like, we're going to go to Florida now. Like where you came from, where I got you, three years later, we're going to go back. Yeah, I mean, it was needed because there was just so much negative energy going on in in Des Moines for me and for our past relationship, and I was not happy in Des Moines. I mean, you brought me there for one specific reason, and I was like, this is not where I'm going to live. I mean, I made some amazing friends, but I was really happy. I said, I'm going to Minneapolis or I'm going to Orlando. <laughs> I was actually going to go to Minneapolis with you. <laughs> well, was, no, you're going to follow me. I there. was going to follow. <laughs> I, so, so one lesson to be learned there for guys listening. I was so persistent. I was not going to give up. And I was at this point where I honestly thought it was like, am I crazy? Am I stalkerish? But like, I really love this person. Needless to say, we got back together. Well, now we're engaged which it's crazy to see what is possible and just what we've grown together. So I want to shift gears a little bit. When we moved to Florida and you had moved back, and this goes to your fitness journey, and this is like I was so inspired by this. When you went because you had to help take care of your mother when she had her surgery done, talk about when you were home for like three, four weeks, we're apart, which honestly I think brought us back together more than anything. Um, Talk about how, because I remember you were afraid, like, I'm going to be, I won't have a gym to work at. I, it would be hard to stay on track, especially being back in my hometown area. How did you manage to go there, not only lose weight, but be, come back even more, like, tone and, and fit than you were going there? What was your mindset? Right. Well, I, I, had, I went there and I... You know, you're in a hospital, you're you're around all these sick people. And when my mom got done with the surgery, we had to go to a recovery home for like three or four weeks. It was super long. It was an older building and there was like some dumbbells in it. And it was just such a sad, negative atmosphere. But it made me like realize like, holy moly, I have this gift of working out every day and these people can barely even 
you know, walk. Um, so I started just to, to work out with what I had. And then I started to eat super, super clean, real food only. And it like just complete, just staying positive and just knowing that I am so lucky to like be healthy especially in this home and I just kept working out and eating clean and didn't really see the transformation myself until like I started looking at before and after pictures and I was like wow I definitely was not on a good nutrition plan before I came to help my mom out (laughs) (laughs) what what would you say for for other women let's say what would be your advice to them because I know a lot of people fall off the train of working out and like just eating right. What is some tips for, for them to stay on track, to eat right, but also go to, go to the gym and, and be consistent, not doing the yo-yo up and down? Right. Uh, well, I, first off, I think it's super important to have um, a friend or some kind of accountability group uh, to work with because then you have someone else kind of depending on you. And second off, uh, nutrition, just tracking your food for a year. I tracked my food uh, for the beginning of this year, and it made me realize how much I was overeating. Even just if you punch in like a pizza, a piece of pizza, it's like your macros are gone completely for the day. And so doing that and then writing your goals down daily, I think that's super important. I like to check stuff off. So that was something that that really worked for me. That was, I did have a notebook over those four weeks and just marking it off because I wasn't working or doing anything else. I was really just focusing on myself. So, and just believing in yourself, not giving up. I know that's easier said than done, but if you truly want it, you'll, you'll find the time to do it. And talk about accountability. She's Samantha keeps me accountable (laughs) for working out every single day. And even I like, I needed to say, Brennan, like you, should you be eating that? Do you need that extra drink? Um, did you get enough reps in? And she's been my, well, coach for the gym for how long now? I mean, every single day we work out, most days anyways. And even when we traveled recently, it was it was quite the journey. So I just want to share so a couple things about us. We met four years ago. How, I just want to hear from your side, how have I changed over the last four years since we first met? Um, you're a lot more humble, (laughs) surprisingly. No, I'm just kidding. But a lot more humble. Um, you used to kind of really flaunt everything. And so now you, you're, I don't know, you've changed a lot. It's, there's a lot to say, but I think you're a lot more, um, giving to other people and, with our relationship, you're a lot more understanding of if I don't want to do something, it's not because I don't want to support you. It's because I personally don't enjoy doing it. And so that makes me a lot happier too. And I think too, for anybody listening, there's there's relationships where there's like somebody like me, that the entrepreneur that's going 100 miles per hour. And there's somebody like Samantha who's not like all going to do that, but she has, we're kind of different in different ways. So just learn to accept that yeah. and, and be able to handle that and be open. Like don't force people to do things. Right. And I think that was a, a new thing that I learned and 
their relationship after we got back together is like, I was used to get so mad at you for leaving and going to do something that you're so passionate about. And it would like totally take the, the fun and the value out of what you were doing. And you wouldn't be happy even though you're out doing what you wanted to do because I was such a brat about it. So then I accepted like, wow, he's going out, he's doing his thing. And then he's not partying. He's not going to the club. He's working he's adding value to others and he's doing his passion. So don't be upset about it. Just, just accept it. And I don't accept everything you do, but I'm, I support you. So I think that's super important in a relationship that you need to be on the same page. Otherwise it's a lot of back and forth and it's just not going to work out at the end. Communication too. We, in our first relationship, we did, we lacked that. And I mean, a lot on my end too, you got to be on the same page. If you're in a relationship, make sure you're both on the same page. And again, like Samantha said, you may not agree with everything, but still support that person. Right. And if you don't, like I support what Sam does, she'll support what I do, and we sometimes disagree. You're going to disagree. It's not going to be perfect. But learning to communicate about it. Communication is the most powerful thing. You have to communicate in a relationship in order for it to work, especially if you're in what we do. I mean, we're entrepreneurs now. We we have a different life. We live a life that most people, they would never understand. Right. So we have to communicate. Yes. And I mean, it's... It's a challenge. It used to be such a challenge. You talk to so many people, I mean, heart to heart every single day. And it's like, I don't always get the same time of the day as you give others. But I know that in the end, you're helping other people. And we do have our our time together. One thing I, in the past relationship, and I, I didn't mean this turn into a, how to have a successful relationship, but this really show could be on it is I was giving so much of my time for other people and helping everybody else, but I wasn't giving my time to a relationship. And I've learned to commit time with us, but now she even understands. And she's a, a trooper because I do – I give a lot of time for – while we're putting on events, for our clients, our masterminds, our, our job. I mean it's like I have a relationship with my, my companies too because it takes a lot of work to put into that. And I'm just lucky to have her on the same page. So for you listening, if you're going to be in a relationship where you're, you're in entrepreneurship, you got to be on the same page with it. You have to talk it through and have try to find that balance. I don't know if there's much of a balance. Um, I want to ask one question, and this I think will help people. For women out there that feel like maybe they're not strong enough or they've had obstacles from your past and your experiences and what you've overcome, what is your advice for other women out there? To have success in life or to go after what they want or maybe even get out of a bad relationship? Um, I think just using that, I always talk about using my past as fuel to become better and to surround myself with other women who understand that. A lot of people don't understand my past or they don't know about my past, so they don't understand why I'm so proud of where I am now, even though it's not where I want to be. But yeah, just using your past obstacles as fuel to become the person that maybe that obstacle was holding you back to be. What advice would you give to uh, somebody out there that maybe is in a bad relationship that they, they're trying to figure out how to get out? Um, I mean, it's hard to leave 
because you fall in love with helping that person or being that person that wants to change that other person. So I, it's surround yourself, try to find someone to talk to, uh, or just know that what you're worth. I mean, do you want to be in that situation? Look, look around the room right now. If you are in that bad situation and think about all the opportunity that you're missing out on with other people who will love you more than you will ever, ever know. And just try to focus on yourself instead of that other person. And, and if you need someone to talk to, come talk to me, <laughs> you know, like you need to leave that situation because there's, there's no reason for you to be there, especially if you're getting mistreated. Yeah. I, I just, to say for Samantha, she has come so far and the obstacles she has overcome has been just in crazy. And now that we're like living our life, doing the things we want, living on our own terms and traveling the country, it's cool to see the progress. Like, you know, I've made progress, but this girl's made more progress than many and it's inspired me um, for what she's done. And honestly, for listening, for guys out there, uh, my fiance is the person that's pushed me to do beyond what I ever think is manageable. And for any relationship, I think your significant other literally makes you or breaks you. Mm -hmm. And in our past relationship, we weren't quite on the same page and it affected both of us. But now we are and we're doing what we love. We're doing things together. We're doing things on our own. She does fitness and I'm doing entrepreneurship. And next year we're doing a TV show together and we're traveling the country uh, before we wrap things up, what is, what are you excited about the most next year for us? 12 cities in 12 months. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's been a lot of work, but, um, we haven't even started. <laughs> I, I feel like we have, <laughs> um, no, that was probably just the 30 day road trip. Yeah. 30 day road trip. We did. Um, I'm super excited. I don't know. I think, I mean, about learning about the other cities, but mostly just, um, highlighting an entrepreneur in each city because I, I mean, I, you kind of did it to me like the before and after you really helped me build up my business and become who I really actually wanted to be instead of, you know, pretending to be somebody else. But I think that's my most favorite part I'm looking forward to is just building up an entrepreneur and watching him fly. Literally, <laughs> we and if you listening, if you want to follow everything we're doing, you can go to successinyourcity.com. You can see the the cities we're going to. Scottsdale is our first city, which will be there all of January. Then Austin, Texas, Denver, Colorado, Nashville, and the list goes on. You can find the full list at successinyourcity.com. We're gonna have some fun. We're gonna mentor some entrepreneurs and uh, share our message. and And I'm excited. We're excited to be meeting with you. And one more thing before we wrap up, Samantha, what would be, we've learned a lot and with each other over the past four years, and we've been through quite the obstacles. What's your biggest takeaway or best advice that you can give anybody listening right now? Ooh, <laughs> there's so much. Um, just to really keep going. I know me, you and Andrew always say that. <laughs> just to keep each going. Other. Just keep going. But um, I know it's it's so challenging to see the big picture when you're in such a dark hole of like not 
pursue or not moving forward with something that you're so passionate about. But if you just keep going and you, and you add value to others and, and you will get that value added back to you in the end and just stay positive. Always think about the positive more than the negatives and yeah. Just keep going. Just keep going. That's a thing we always say to each other. Andrew always said to us, just keep going because we've been through a lot of obstacles and you just got to keep going. You can't quit. It's sometimes you want to, but you got to hold each other accountable that we just got to keep going. And Samantha's pushed me in times where I needed a kick in the ass to just keep going. Right. And we've, uh, we've made that happen. So Samantha, if they want to follow you, I know you do. I mean, obviously you create fitness videos and, and you're always doing posts and everything else. You inspire me. Where can people find you to follow you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at SR Fitness Girl, and then on Facebook, Samantha Rosine. You've heard from the one and only Samantha <laughs> Rosine. We're engaged now. When we get a hey, big question, when are we get married? <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm going to pull my hair out if someone else asked us. <laughs> I swear that's like what everyone's asking. I'm like, I we have a show to produce. Uh, we we got a show so. to produce. We have a lot of things on our plate. But Maybe 2019? Yeah. I was thinking like June or September of 2019. See? I didn't even know that. She just said that here on the show. but Well... That is one thing. I'm in charge of that. (laughs) (laughs) She's in charge of that. You can be in charge of... (laughs) The rest. The rest. (laughs) Well, that's you here. You've heard from the person behind everything and and Samantha Rosine. Follow our stuff and follow us on our journey at successinyourcity.com. And uh, just keep going. Lesson is just keep going. Stay positive. And find somebody that will support you and make you better because... We've both made each other better and we've supported each other on this journey. It is very hard to do it alone. Find somebody that believes in you and pushes you beyond what you think is possible to have success in your own life. And as always, go out there, create something great and become unforgettable because life is too short not to. I'm Brennan C. Adams. Have a great day, everyone. So, I hope you enjoyed it. I know you did. It's definitely been quite the journey. It's cool to see uh, just both of us. We've we've grown together. We've been through a lot from traveling, moving, and and starting companies, and and well now going on our journey next year, twelve cities in twelve months for success in the city and for a TV show we're filming together and just mentoring different entrepreneurs. And it's cool to see what we've accomplished together. And we've definitely seen a lot. We've seen the ups and downs. And for you, if you're looking to, for one, if, if you're going to get in a relationship, make sure you communicate, make sure you guys are on the same page and you support each other and you listen, learn to listen and help each other get better. I mean, if you're not helping each other get better, you're in the wrong relationship. We've definitely learned a lot over the years and we're excited. So if you want to follow us more on our journey, 
please go to successinyourcity.com. You can check out the cities we're going to. Scottsdale, Arizona is the first one. I'm actually going to be going there next week to lock down a place to live. And uh, we're almost finalized in picking our entrepreneur. So we're excited for Scottsdale. That'll be our first city in January. And uh, making our travels across the country. And by the way, if you haven't got your tickets yet, please get your tickets for the Live to Grind event. Samantha and I'll be there. If you go to livetogrind.com forward slash event, you can see the complete list, the lineup. We got Kevin Harrington there, Joel Com, Brian D. Evans. We have uh, Michael Devlin, Amanda Bolin, David France. The list goes on. A lot of past guests that have been on the show. We're doing panel discussions. We're doing a panel discussion on Bitcoin and crypto and, and blockchain and all that. Then also on social media, we're going to teach you actually Greg and I are going to be talking about how we created a Emmy nominated TV show. It's going to be Emmy soon. We'll find out in four weeks, but also how we got on Facebook watch. We're going to talk about the power video. You're going to learn so much about how to brand yourself, your business to grow influence in your industry. You're not going to miss it. Get your tickets at live forward slash event. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'll be seeing there. And by the way, we're filming it for a live to grind show. So we actually have three of our episodes up on Apple TV. If you want to check them out, if you've got an Apple TV, we're going to be releasing them on Facebook soon. But we're going to film the entire event for Live to Grind show. So maybe you'll be featured on the show if you come to our event. I hope to see you there. That's all I got for today's show, everyone. I hope you enjoyed it. In the meantime, you know what time it is. It's time to go out there, create something great, and become unforgettable. Because life is too short not to. I'm Brendan C. Adams. Have a great day, everyone.